I'm sorry I screamed. another episode of the by felipe podcast welcome back to our second episode oh boy already episode number two yeah Love i'm it. alexander tweeton and i'm here with allison stevenson um what's up allison have you gone on any dates this week <laughs> great question um this week no i haven't <laughs> <laughs> I have been hanging out with someone. Okay. But it's very new and we've only hung out a few times. Yeah. But uh he was out of town, so didn't have another hangout. I get it. That's that's my life. Yeah. That's my story. Mhm. What about you? Um no, no dates. No dates. Mm. Um been you know hanging out <laughs> are you trying are you like actively on the apps right now I am I have yeah I I have conversations with people mm. on the apps and there have been multiple people who have asked me out on a date but none have ever like followed through on yeah setting like a time and a place and unless you have a time and a place you don't have a date right right like I don't consider that Having like if someone's like oh let's hang out next Friday, I, and yeah. If, and if there's not like okay but we're going here at you know then it's like that's time. not happening. Then it's not yeah. I'm like at a place in my life right now where like literally, if even if we pick the time and place, I'm still like oh, yeah eighty percent confident we're not gonna go on this yeah. date. They're still gonna flake. Like they're still gonna oh just like an hour before we're supposed to be like oh I'm so, uh, sorry this just came up or whatever the fuck yeah I I just bank on that now yeah yeah well one one happened like a few months ago where we had we were like oh let's get coffee and then I got COVID and then <laughs> so we couldn't and then and then he got COVID right after that and we were and we had Damn. actually had a date and he got COVID. And then, um, yeah, I haven't heard from him. I think, I don't know. I'm just assuming. I'm just like, I feel like he probably got back with his ex or something. Oh, you think? Yeah. Because, you know, some people are using this I got COVID as an, like, it's a lie. Oh, no, I believe he, I believe he had COVID. But I think oh. since then, because we followed each other on Instagram and uh, I, I so just he got, couldn't lie. I just got some vibes and I. It's fine. I totally. You've got. I might get back together with my ex vibes. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> those are shockingly like those are pretty easy to read vibes actually. Yeah, when you go to a dinner and then tag some girl in it, probably like. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. 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 No, but even if like you're on a date and all they do is talk about their like past relationship oh, or like, yeah. Oh, it just ended. And it's like, and then you're like, okay, what are the chances that you're going to, yeah. It's like, Oh, okay. I think this is just like your one rebound before you get back together, mm -hmm. which also happened to me <laughs> like six, seven months ago. Ugh. Well, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this guy, do do you remember mm. this story about... Okay, I'm going to briefly tell this story. I'm going to summarize it real quick. Oh, yeah. I was dating this guy for like a month and a half, two months, something like that. 
we scheduled a date. We had a full-on date. Mm-hmm. Like, he took me to a taco spot in his car. Everything seemed... And I was, like, a little suspicious that something was up because the communication was getting a little weird. But we went on this date, and everything felt fine. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I was just in my head or whatever. On the drive home, like, he's about to drop me off at home. While we're, like, on the freeway, he's like... So, uh, this is awkward, but, uh, I'm getting back together with my ex, (laughs) who I just broke up with. And I was like, what? I remember this guy. You you were seeing each other for a a chunk of time, right? It wasn't just like a random thing. Yeah, I guess you met him. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. When I've seen somebody in real life, then I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of serious. When it he's like hanging around friends, I, I remember, remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. met him. That's right. He made, I think he like made him buy the tacos. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That's a good point. I forgot yeah. to mention that. So I was pissed. I was very mad at him. Very rarely have I ever actually yelled at anyone, but I yelled at him. I was like, "We did not need to go on a date right now. Why did you, you did? Yeah, why did you take me on a date? And you didn't have to act like everything was normal and fine." To only to tell me on the way home. Yeah, it's so weird. It's fucking weird. And I was so mad that at the end of the night, like, I was like, you know what? Because I ended up buying my tacos then. I was like, you should Venmo me for these tacos because this Hell date yeah. did not need to happen. And then he Venmoed me the next day, like, 40 bucks. <laughs> Where would you get tacos? <laughs> no, the tacos were only, like, Seven bucks. I thought he was just gonna. I like it. Wow, guilt money. Yeah, I think he just felt bad, so he was like, oh, "Here's nice. forty, and I was like, Here's "Forty okay. bucks." Well, you know, I was gonna say, "Is this trash?" But that forty at the end, he backpedaled it up, redeemed himself. He got out of the a bin. little bit. Yeah, yeah, but still pretty trashy. But it's trashy to take someone on a date and then and be like, "Oh, laddie da, everything's oh, how are you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm doing." Just knowing the back of your mind, you're gonna yeah. like. I could have done something else. Yeah, like this could have been a text. Exactly. A a phone call. A phone call. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fucking full-on normal-seeming date. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you feel dumb that, like, you're, like, everything's going great. Yeah. Yeah. But the whole time. It made me feel dumb because I was suspicious and I was like, something is up. Yeah. Why are you acting weird? Because you can always tell the vibe is off. You can always tell. Yeah. There's one, like a, one time thing, the an energy, like the communication's a lot more curt yeah. and it yeah. takes a lot longer to respond. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. always a big sign. And he's on the phone with his girlfriend at the time. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hold on. My girlfriend's here. Yeah, so that's a big tip. <laughs> it's a big giveaway that he might be back with his yeah. ex-girlfriend. Actually, this reminds me of a story. And I did just run into this guy the oh. other night at the bar and I hadn't seen him in like five years. Okay. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> five years. Yeah, um, it's long. It's there's a lot to it. But I'll, the 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 thing that reminded me of it though was like, so I was like seeing this guy, and um, I at the time wanted to start riding motorcycles, and I was like, hey, can you help me like find a motorcycle and like buy it? Mm. And I like needed him to come come with me to like make sure it was cool and like he understands mechanics and shit. Um, and he was like, yeah, he was like, and I worked at Live Nation at the time. And he was like, yeah, you know what? I really want to go to the Paul Simon concert at the Hollywood Bowl for my birthday on his birthday. And I was like, sure, I can hook that up because I, you know, 
get free tickets or discounted tickets all the time. So th- we had this exchange. Like, you help me with this, and then I'll get these tickets. And so the day of the concert comes, and I go over to his place, and we're, like, about to walk there because he lives kind of close to the bowl. And <laughs> he was like, yeah, um, I just have to tell you mm. that uh, I'm getting back together with my ex. I was uh, like, what? I was like, Wait, and you And you paid for the Paul Simon tickets? Yeah, I think I like got them. Like, this was like your gift to him kind I of thing? I think I got them. I can't remember. I think I got them discounted. But they you're still much, buying them. Yeah. Yeah, I bought it. But in, ex- I, in exchange for him helping her get help. a motorcycle. Um, yeah. And which, also, it was like a date, too. Yeah, okay. and, and I thought it was going to be a date. Yeah. Um. Oh, so God. I bought the tickets, but then he was like, we don't have to go. We don't have to go to the show. And I was like, well, Paul Simon. Now we're, go- we're going like, right. What? Just like, yeah. Throw the tickets away, I guess. And I he mean, waits I, to tell you until you're like at his house. Yeah. Fuck. See, I mean, I crafty, think it probably, I think it happened. Like he ruined a Paul Simon concert. You could yeah. have really enjoyed. Well, well like she could have gotten a to, friend to go with her instead of exactly. He could have been true. like, he, he waited. He could have said, he waited. He could have said, I can't go. You should find someone else. Yeah, that's what it, that would have been the right thing yes, to do. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So Saying anyway, it where he said it, it, it ruined it for everybody but him because he still got to go to a show and get and to got date a girlfriend. Else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I was like trying to make the best of it. And I'm like, no, we're going to this fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> And we're taking lots of selfies that we're putting on Instagram (laughs) that your girlfriend's going to see. Yeah, right. (laughs) So we went. Yeah, like, did she know that this was happening? Who knows? Probably not. It's his birthday. Where is she? I don't know. It was his 40th birthday, by the way. (laughs) 40? Yeah. It never fucking ends. He's never going to learn. It's too late. This is what I hate about Los Angeles. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we go to the concert, and then he he felt bad, obviously. So he bought us so much beer and we just got really drunk. And then it, it ended up being just like a date anyway. And we were like making out and stuff. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, whatever. <laughs> okay. Oh, looks the like. other uh, Call back to call the back first to episode. episode. <laughs> Who's the sneaky link now? <laughs> that didn't count. Like they're not. They were like together for like one day. <laughs> didn't count weren't we like trying to think if we had been the other person in the last episode yeah i forgot i forgot about that well they ended up breaking up like a week later anyway it's fine oh and of course of course that's what i'm saying it's like you can just if the vibe is there where you're like this person's a shitty boyfriend it's not me you know it's like there there are a lot of loopholes i think there's loopholes yeah so that happened and um yeah i don't think i really ever talked to him again after that wow (laughs) like a bridge over troubled waters (laughs) yeah yeah and he never helped you with the motorcycle no he did oh he he did okay this is what happened with that he helped me buy this motorcycle and it worked for about 10 minutes Uh, and then i got it home and then it turned out it had this weird electrical problem and I was like, hey, when are you going to help? He was like, oh, I can fix it. I can fix it. <laughs> and he came over one day and he was like, I don't know what's going on with this. <laughs> and so I had to bring it to a shop. I brought it to a shop like months later. Cause I was, you know, and they were like, yeah, this is going to be like a lot. Of, it's going to be like 
ten thousand dollars to fix. What? what? It was some weird thing. And I was like, Yeah, this thing doesn't have wheels that. or an engine. <laughs> I was like, This is a bicycle? Yeah. I was this is like, a drawing of a bike, sir. <laughs> I was like, fuck that. And then I sold it. And oh. uh yeah, and then I never I I I I've, I've been thinking about getting I a Vespa. Well, now I realize I'm like it's too much work for me. I don't have a shop. I don't know how to fix yeah, them. Yeah. Like I just I just wanted one to work that I could practice on. Yeah. Anyway, it didn't work out. <laughs> a lot of things did not work out in this story, unfortunately. <laughs> but we we we're stronger from our failures. We grow. Yeah. And actually, this kind of does bring and <laughs> link to the next thing that uh, I think we should talk about. What's in the news? What's in the news? I um, speaking of uh, epic fails <laughs> or whatever. Okay, now I sound like a BuzzFeed article, but. <laughs> Uh, lately, I mean, we can't not talk about this Netflix documentary, The Tinder Swindler. Yeah, everyone's it's, talking about The Tinder Swindler. It's uh, <laughs> it's a hot topic right now, and it has two more days of relevance. So, yeah. so we <laughs> better on it we're now. getting in on it right now <laughs> yep. before it's expired. Uh, we all watched it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for those who don't know, this is on Netflix. Um, it's about an individual. <laughs> By then, maybe what is his name? He's got a few names. Simon. Simon. Simon Lviv. Simon's definitely his first name. Yeah. Lviv, I guess, is the one that everybody probably recognizes yeah. the most. But he's had a few real pseudonyms. name. Shimon yeah. Hayut. Ah, uh, yeah. Shimon. Real name Shimon Hayut. Um, his whole he basically just scammed a bunch of women out of thousands and thousands of dollars. Yep. Yeah. One uh, hundreds of thousands. Two hundred. Two hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars from one woman. I, that that just makes me want to sob right yeah. now. Yeah, like that's insane. Um, but through Tinder. Yeah, and it was like this epic scheme that he had. He kind of had this system going where he would just keep getting money from these women who believed that he was yeah. way richer than he really was. And then he would promise to pay them back, and then he would use the next woman to like yeah, pay the other. Yeah, it was a other... Ponzi scheme. Is how yeah. he was doing. Yeah. It. He, he was, was like his money own... from that from one woman and then using that money to look rich in front of the next yeah. woman. Yes. And he I don't think he never paid anybody back. No, he, he would never pay them back in back. like fake watches. Yeah. And stuff like that. Right. The there was like, like a, a few like, oh, here I wrote you a check. Yeah. yeah. And, and then the check fake. didn't Yeah. And then the other thing too, it's like for a woman to get a loan cuz a lot of these women didn't have the money. He was then saying, yeah. "Hey, I need I'm in trouble. I need money." He would then put money in their account yeah. to look like they got paid from working for him yeah. so sh- they could get bigger loans. Yeah. So then they'd get these big loans based off of money they don't actually have. Yeah. And that's how they were able to get more and more debt with those credit cards. Oh, it's, just, it's just so it's, upsetting. It's horrible. The first thing is, I mean, th- this guy also, it's like there was a lot of crazy like red flags where he just – he kept saying he he has enemies, and that's why he needs money. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Anybody who says they have enemies, like sums up, sums weird. Yeah. Why do you have? <laughs> well, okay. I I really tried to sympathize with these women because sure, the whole time course. I'm like, how the fuck could you do this? Like the whole <laughs> yeah. time I'm thinking, how does this happen? Yeah. But I think there is something that 
when you are confronted, like first date with one of the woman's stories was like, oh, I'm on a private plane with this yeah. guy. Yeah. Like this is legit. He's yeah. really you really think, rich yeah, yeah you this could isn't believe a scam it. how do you fake that how do you yeah. fake a private jet flight it's yeah. very i mean sure. low-key he's like obviously a sociopath but that's straight up like genius yeah <laughs> a lot of sociopaths are geniuses, yeah yeah right? true true <laughs> it's like obviously this is a narcissistic sociopath but gotta give him credit where credit's due like very creative yeah. stuff very creative yeah. stuff i mean he was good he at it just invested some of that money but he just kept putting it into that lifestyle when the would, second one the branch tw- breaks. That was like, the real fuck up on his yeah, part. He did not build a breaks, savings. He has no money and yeah. then he's texting homeless king and he's in yeah, a hostel yeah, sending yeah. what is still like a duck face selfie, but it's like him in front of a hostel looking sad. <laughs> yeah, and he's that, like eating leftovers from yeah, a food Yeah, or like court. the photos of him covered in blood when he was trying to show yeah. like how his enemies are attacking him and you need yeah. to hide. Even in those photos, he's like doing duck face yeah, and like right. trying like, to look hot. <laughs> but he's like covered in blood and his bodyguard is like beat up. Like who stabbed selfie. Remember, I'm still yeah. also attractive. That's why right, you're into right. me. But it's like he really, the facade was pretty convincing of like, I'm definitely a rich yeah. guy. And he like said his name was like Laviv, which is like some Photoshopped diamond. Photoshopped himself in front of a diamond family. Yes. The, wow. That's the other thing to say that he's the prince. Yeah. And the diamond industry, like, yeah, you know, some uncut wacky gems. People. Like, the, it's cutthroat interest. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I think it would be believable if all of a sudden it's like, Obviously. I have enemies. Like, it's almost yeah. like some mob shit, yeah. you know? It's I like, watched Uncut Gems. It. Right, yeah. exactly. It's sketchy. Exactly. So I, I could see how you would eventually kind of fall for it. Yeah. I always put myself in those shoes, and I'm like, what I... What this? Yeah. Honestly, I don't trust anyone who makes over a hundred k a year. That's yeah, my rule now. I think I think rich people. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, should exactly. never be trusted, no matter <laughs> exactly. what. Exactly. I just look at him and I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, I mean, there's and just so many type. hoops. Exactly. Like we would never swipe right if on this guy. If he was my type, maybe. Like, okay, imagine though. If he like, was if like he a was... long-haired motorcycle, <laughs> like. Yeah, if he looked like Town Van Zandt. Bassist. <laughs> but he has a private jet. <laughs> he's a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. If that he's... would be somehow sketchier. Like, how the fuck <laughs> yeah. do you have money? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. A lot of these people. Exactly. A lot okay. of these LA kids what if he who are was... like, I'm a struggling artist. Like, forget to mention their tree. parents have like four houses in yeah. the Hamptons. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> That is true. Yeah. I, what would your ideal be? I was going to say, um, what if it was like a really hot skater guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Tony Hawk's appropriately aged son or something. His scam is he just gets you to like it's buy like, him bearings yeah. over and over. <laughs> so, so I'm Ethan Hawk. <laughs> oh, wait, that is an actual person. <laughs> Who doesn't skate? I was thinking of a fake name of a son of Tony Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Uh, I'm Gregory Hawk. <laughs> uh, I feel like if yeah. on a first date, if someone's like, oh, let's go on my private jet. The first thing I wouldn't think that is like, oh, this is sketchy. But it's like. He does this to every girl to try to get laid to yeah. impress him. That would be my first, like, this is kind of gross. Like, yeah. I would find that to be unattractive. But yeah. imagine if you're, like, but these bored women, with your life. But I think yeah. these women, like, the one was, like, oh, I'm very independent. Like, I wasn't looking for someone. She already yeah. did that. She, like, she was kind of rich anyway. So maybe they so, just like, she they thought hang that, out with people. And she, she got swindled, too. Yeah. She got swindled, too. I know. She did, too. 
Mm-hmm. But Which like, is crazy. But like, that's the type of person that like these people they don't think it's weird because like. Well, no, because the first woman, That's I think true. for her, it was more like she was just like very excited oh, and yeah. swept away. And yeah, it was, yeah. you know, because like we watch these fucking rom-coms where shit like this happens. Yeah. And the guy's like this great, like Prince Charming. And yeah. it's I mean, such he literally a, like, calls himself a prince. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which is already a, another red flag. Like, don't date a dude who's like calling himself a prince of right. anything. I think a lot of the people that are critical of these women are like saying that they were just into him for his money or like. You know, that it's like, this is what you get for, like, no, you know, wanting so. to uh, date think, someone for their money. And it's like, that's not how this read to yeah, me. Yeah. I think he tapped into. And aggressive about it, too. It's I, like, you're on the wrong side if you're that angry. I think yeah. it's, like, sometimes you just meet someone that taps into whatever your that attraction uh-huh. is. Like, whatever. I always say, like, you know, you're you're always looking to fix whatever fucked up thing happened in your childhood mm-hmm. with, like, the the people that you date. And, like, for whatever reason, sometimes that just lines up with someone and mm-hmm. it feels, like, super magical. And it, it just feels like, like, oh, we're, like, cosmically connected or something. Yeah. And that's really powerful. And, like, if you think like that and if you think that's what's happening, like, you'll do a lot of yeah, and crazy you know, shit. Yeah, it's, like, it's exciting. And yeah. you want some of that excitement. Yeah, and you suspend belief because that's often how you want to fall in love is, like, yeah. some big gesture you know right something crazy that happens and then you, you people want that experience. totally and nobody wants to believe that they're like being you know lied to yeah. and like i was trying to think like okay though if the person was like you need to get twenty five thousand dollars cash and bring it to me i, I don't know i would be yeah. like why why me like right you guess don't, don't you have, you have a friend a brother, family, yeah like your dad yeah i would be like can I find someone else to do that? That's right. That's too, I wrote too. that down. Like they had only been dating a month yeah. When, she, yeah. when he started asking for that amount of money. And within that month, they'd only hung out like a handful of times because he's traveling nonstop. Yeah. So they aren't even like boyfriend and girlfriend hanging out every day. No. That's right. also like, how does But they're like texting that? a lot. Yeah. And, like, I mean, they're texting yeah. every day and FaceTiming and all this and whatever. So, yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. But I, I was trying yeah. to put myself in and be like, but wouldn't I just... Like, like, why doesn't your billionaire dad give you yeah. like a, yeah. a million dollars? Out. Yeah. And yeah. then like, why are you putting me? So like my name is on the line to be mm-hmm. involved in these dangerous people. Like you're bringing me into it. Like I, yeah, I, well, even if I could, like, even if somehow like, there's just no way a credit card would even be approved for me at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm in debt. Well, that's that's the part of the trick is that he would then sign them up for yeah. his, like, fake business. Oh, right. Have that money from the last woman in the account so it looks like this is what she gets paid monthly. Yeah. Then the credit cards mm. were like, oh, if you're getting paid, oh, I didn't know you were making that much money. Yeah. And then they give it to him. Yeah, okay. So, he, yeah, it's just, it's all. It was pretty genius, but he had been doing it for, like, 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, you know, think of all the women that he tried this on and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there, there's probably a lot sure. more women who are like, fuck no, this is sketch as fuck. And yeah, then yeah, like, yeah. stop talking to him. Yeah. These are just the few women where it actually fucking Yeah, I wish worked. they would have shown some of those women. Cause I bet you they'd be like, oh, th- I know this person. Yeah. I yeah. went on a date with them and then was like, no, 
I would have liked to seen like an interview from that. But that's yeah. how like the narcissists right. work. Like if they're not, if there's not an immediate, like if you, they don't hook you, like they let it go. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, but they, and they know, but they keep on looking for the one where it's like, oh, I got this one. Yes. And then they like keep dangling this promise in yeah. front mm-hmm. of you of like, he's, I will be the one for you. Yeah. He's really good. And like, and just he does know half of his work, like through text, which is also yeah. pretty crazy. He's yeah. not like actually showing her a lot of the crazy life in her yeah. person she's like gone on a couple things with him all he had to do was be like we're on this private jet one private jet yeah. ride once and, and that was enough texas legitimized it you're right yeah. yeah i mean half of the documentary is just like a screenshot video of texting and like people googling stuff yeah because yeah. <laughs> like that's the thing it's like they did their due diligence like they uh-huh. even googled him which yeah. i yeah. don't fucking do i never google anybody yeah <laughs> i probably should instagram is always the way i went because yeah like, you i'll do i do i do something but. i just want to like make sure that they're like gonna but if you're a con artist all of that like he had it all covered yeah when you're a con artist like his instagram showed a certain lifestyle too right yeah. right yeah it's just sad all around and like really i feel for them but i mean they're and the fact I that at that the end of the movie he did what like five months of jail oh, right. is what i wrote yeah like, no he yeah, was five months of jail yeah, spoiler and he's in israel and he's still fucking so it turns out, yeah, he was doing this all over Europe in, like, many different countries. He was lying and getting women to give him money. And eventually he was caught by police. But I don't think it's said in the documentary, but I believe uh, he was arrested for having fake passports. I don't even yeah. think it was for the actual Yeah, it wasn't fraud. for any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah and it's like, because technically it's not illegal, which is so fucked up. Because mm-hmm. it's like they did they gave consent to, to give him this money. Yeah. So it's like at the it's end of the scam. day... But like this fucker gets away with it. You could sue him, right? I want to. I feel like they could I sue hope him, but so. then they'd have to catch him, and you probably can if he's in a different country. Yeah, and it happened in so many different countries. Like, Ugh, it's it just would have so to, depressing. I don't know. Yeah, it's insane that you, his like modern life right now is like like nothing changed. Like he's still like yeah. driving Ferraris, and he's got like a, a, a supermodel girlfriend. He has a supermodel girlfriend. Well, I'm like, how is he's she rich. not aware of this? Yeah. Oh, she has to be. She is. I mean, now she is. That's for damn sure. I feel like at this point, with the movie out, that's the one I'd be like, she knew better. How do you not? Like, if something happens to her where she's getting, like, put in debt. But even without the movie, like, this guy's face has been attached to the scandal for a while now. And and he tried to get plastic surgery to change his entire life. God. I love that the guy called him out. He was like, "Uh, only criminals want that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so great that he like called that out. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That was good. Which is true. I mean, come on. But I I remember um, looking at the article about this in 2019 when it came out, and there was like this really good article. And then, so the third woman, I hadn't heard that part yet was because she saw the article and the yes she's in the documentary and this is like the final act is like and she was like oh this is my boyfriend he's the yeah Mm -hmm. another woman that he was swindling who she she gave money to him but she saw what was going on and decided to swindle him back yeah which i love i thought that was great but i also thought like when she was there why wasn't she telling the cops like hey i'm here this is the guy da 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 and then leave with all the clothes Cause then she did this weird. I guess she said like she liked watching him squirm. Cause she did this weird game where she was like giving him some contact, but then not being like, "Oh, I haven't yeah. sold any clothes yet." Like, yeah. So she was doing this. Like, oh, she was so well, let's, him pre- let's tell them. So basically, if you haven't watched it, her 
idea to swindle him back was to get all of his like designer luxury clothes because that's like all he wore like gucci and all that Mm -hmm. shit uh and she said i'll sell these and i'll give you the money from from she like pretended to still be his girlfriend and help him out and she's like yeah these bitches are just trying to slander your name like i don't believe them i still love (laughs) you and she like got all of his clothes and was like i'm gonna sell your clothes and give you this money and then what she did was she sold the clothes, made the money, and never gave it to him. And he finally caught on to this, like, after a week or two, and was sending her these, like, violent, threatening, like, fuck you. Like, bipolar, too. Because yeah. after a fuck yeah. you, would be like, you know, I love you. But you know, I love you, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he still needs that money. He's, like, broke, broke, broke at this point. And finally, he tells her that he's, like, on a flight. And then that's when she notifies the police and she's like, okay, this is the flight he's taking. He's going to land in like Prague or some shit and the police catch him. Yeah. That's the entire documentary. Now you don't have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would have liked that rather than watch it. <laughs> TLDR, um, all of that, a lot of spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's a great watch. You should watch it. And um, hopefully it makes you more aware of the kind of shit that could happen on these dating apps. Don't get on a private jet on a first date. Never do PJ <laughs> on a first date. <laughs> no PJ on a no first date. No PJs on a first date. <laughs> Unless he's a guaranteed confirmed billionaire. Well, still, maybe not. Yeah. Because then you're on a private jet with a stranger. Uh, Anybody who made a billion dollars, you can't trust them. Yeah. 100%. I'm sorry, you can't. Never, ever. What it takes to <laughs> get that amount evil. of money, you either came from evil or you're creating a brand new evil. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I think it's a problem we're never going to have. <laughs> <laughs> so let's count our blessings. We're going to stick to our shitty, unemployed, emotionally unavailable Ethan skateboarders, Hawk. <laughs> Ethan Hawks of the world. <laughs> and God bless them for it. Uh, All right. Well, that being said, we are going to move on to the interview portion of the episode. All right. This week on the podcast, we are joined by comedian and writer Kate Willett. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, Kate's great. I we go back. I've known Kate since Bay Area comedy days, and we have always bonded over all everything having to do with how shitty dating is. Yeah, her stand up is so hilarious. <laughs> yes, she's a great stand up. She's been featured on Netflix, Comedy Central, a bunch of different TV stuff, and she also wrote a uh, audible original called dirtbag anthropology that you can listen to on audible obviously so you should definitely check that out awesome let's get to the interview hi kate hello welcome how you doing hello i'm doing good it's very cold in new york it's full full snowing right now but i'm jealous of my friends in l.a Oh yeah! I, hey, it it it's been raining a little bit. Yeah. Oh wow! Over here, <laughs> we we had some sprinkles today, and there is a tsunami warning. So, <laughs> and there's a tsunami warning. So, we don't have it so easy over here. Let me tell you. <laughs> so what's going on? Give us some life updates. How's that? Other than being cold as fuck, because oh well, I guess Preaker, Kate and I know each other from comedy. We both started out in the Bay Area, and it's neither. True. Yeah, we don't live there anymore. But you went the New York route. I went the L.A. route. We like split. 
Yeah, I I went to LA for like 10 seconds and then Trump got elected and I was just like, none of us knows how much time we're promised. Uh, Might as well just go live the dream. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm getting, I'm touring again, which has been pretty fun um, most of the time, not all the time. Uh, I've been, you know, just getting to... um, kind of get back out there, do stand-up, and, um, you know, working on some of my own writing projects, you know, I, I have been dating this year, but not that much, I've kind of been mostly content to be on my own, like, for real, for real, for real, like, not in a, mm-hmm. like, lying way, and it's not because I'm spiritually evolved, it's because my last relationship was so completely exhausting that I'm just like, you know, <laughs> I love chilling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the Sometimes thing. Nobody it takes so much out yeah. of you. You're just like, I gotta take a break. Yeah. What, what, so when did you get out of a relationship? About a year ago. Today. Okay. Yeah. No, not today. Oh, really today? A year ago. Like, <laughs> no, no, like, no. I was thinking it was February. It was like we broke up. The reason that I remember so easily is because it was like around Valentine's Day that we broke up. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And it was exhausting, as you say. Well, it was, you know, I mean, we, I, I guess the diplomatic way is to just say we're not compatible. He was mm-hmm. polyamorous and, like, didn't inform me of that until, like, nine months into the relationship. So. Oh, my God. Interesting. Just Did like, he dude, just discover that he was polyamorous? No, he had known for years. That was the part that really made me mad. It's because he... That is infuriating. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, but yeah, it was just like, this was like very relevant information to like us deciding to date each other. And I think he kind of saw it as this thing that was like, well, everyone should be polyamorous. So obviously you'll change your mind, especially because you're bisexual. So, you know. Mm. Oh, yeah. Interesting. He was, he assumed a lot of things. Yeah. So the last like three months of our relationship were just like. I don't know, just arguing about whether we were going to be polyamorous and I really didn't want to. And he really was like, we absolutely must. And by the time we broke up, it was just like, all right, well, see you later, dude. You know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Have you, were you considering it genuinely? Like maybe this is something we should do? I was considering it. Um, like I've been in non-monogamous relationships before, like, especially when I was like, living in the Bay Area, that's, like, super common there. I've never been in a non-monogamous relationship where, like, it was, like, an extremely serious relationship to me. Like, I was, like, always someone's, like, like, if I was always in kind of situations where the other person had, like, a really serious relationship and I was, like, kind of the fun person. Not that all non-monogamous relationships are structured that way, but I, I tended to, like, date guys who either had really serious partners or the primary were, as it is. Yeah. Had like primary yeah. partners or men who had like eight girlfriends, you know? So it was just like, they just barely, it was like, it felt, <laughs> you see him like once every six months or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it was weird. Cause it was like, to me, it was like very casual, but like to them, I think like I was like a partner, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I got in trouble for being emotionally unavailable in, in a few instances. <laughs> to um, someone who had eight girlfriends? I, it sounds like I'm exaggerating, but there was one guy who had eight girlfriends. And he <laughs> like was a massage therapist, and he lost his business living in his car. 
It was out of oh control. He must have yeah, been. He's, wow. He was spending really a lot hot. of time on girlfriends. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Wow. He wasn't. Really he's fine. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't weird looking or anything, but he was fine. He like. He just looks like your typical like. Burning Man massage therapist type guy. So you know? was he really good at, mm-hmm. at fingering? He was great at sex. Yeah. <laughs> there I mean, we he go. Getting, he was getting a lot of practice. So there we go. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, I was considering it. I was like, you know, trying to think, all right, well, you know, maybe you could do this. I don't think that it's like, I, I do think that there are people that make that work successfully and I have some friends who do so I was like reading books and stuff like that but I was I feel like I was the one like putting all the effort into like figuring out like how we could have like a healthy non-monogamous relationship and he was like not willing to do any work and I was like this is your thing I finally told him I was like you know all right this wasn't my greatest moment right but I finally was like all right if you read one book on healthy communication we could have an open relationship you have to read one Mm. book you have to read the whole thing and give me a brief summary of how you think that we can apply this (laughs) to our relationship (laughs) yeah I so but then he was like I'm not doing it I shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to read books and it was just like Wow. It was just like this thing where I feel like, okay, I'm not 100% like against like, I'm not 100% against the idea of ever being a non-monogamous relationship, but with someone who like already is kind of like struggling with communication and being upfront about things, that seems like the absolute worst situation to do that in. Yeah. Yeah. It just sounds infuriating to me because it's like, if you claim to be something, you like put this label on yourself. You should know things about it. You should (laughs) understand what that entails and like want to put in the work of like, oh, I should read a book about that or like I should see what the community said, you know, like actually putting the effort into fully understanding it and not just being like, yeah, yeah, so I want to fuck other people. uh, And I thought, I mean, to my mind, I thought polyamory is like, you have to be an extra good at communication. You yeah. have to be like you above do. and beyond. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. I think you do. I mean, my friends who do those kinds of relationships successfully, like they are, you know, really good at communicating and you seem to actually sort of thrive um, on, you know, conversations about feelings and, you know, be able to, to navigate stuff like, like scheduling really successfully. Um, so yeah, I think I think it just would have kind of taken a, a different sort of vibe, yeah. probably. But I felt really lucky because I actually do have like a lot of polyamorous friends, and this dude was like really trying to, you know, convince me that like he was like the polyamory guru or whatever, and that like I was just like so prude or whatever, which was weird because it's like I literally I lived in the Bay Area for so long, like I, yeah, I'm like know, wait, was did doing he know all- you? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, no, you know, but like it was just, yeah. it, it was like, um, you know, he was just, he was always kind of trying to like explain sex stuff to me of like, oh, this is how people do things and it's not. And like, I, you know, I would ask my non-monogamous friends about it and they'd be like, I've never heard of this. Like I tell people that I'm polyamorous before we even go on one date, you know, like that's not something that you disclose like months and months into a relationship that and like, is of course odd. you have to read books about communication and like you know and um he only wanted it to be open for me with women and he wanted it to be like open for himself with 
with women also, you know, because he's a straight guy. And that Uh. is actually considered like a very, very fucked up thing, like in polyamory. It's called the one penis policy. I mean, you could tell it's fucked up, but they actually have like a name for it. And they're like, that is not cool. So I felt like I was... I felt lucky to have like people in my life telling me like, no, this is not a thing. This is just like what one guy is doing. You know what I mean? This isn't like a woke. He was very into like sort of framing it as like the reason that I was not down was because, you know, I was like, um, you know, like a phobe, like my personal desire not to do it was like kind of akin to, to homophobia or something. And I really... (laughs) I, d- I really didn't see hmm. the situation that way, you know, but I think that having people in my life kind of like helps me not go all the way down that sort of gaslighting. That's yeah. Uh, I'm very happy that that's how that yeah. turned out because <laughs> I could have gone to shit. An- another woman who maybe doesn't is not well versed in it and uh-huh. like doesn't have a lot of friends in the community. Like they might not know that. And it's just so easy, like, if you really like somebody, you know, like, I, yeah. just, I was so guilty of this in a lot of my early dating life would be like, whatever you want. Like, yeah, I just want to keep the relationship <laughs> alive. Like, let's try all these things. Yeah, maybe I am, like, too uh, stuck in my patriarchal thinking or whatever. <laughs> like, all that bullshit, you know? Oh, no, it was, no, it was for sure, like, I'm going to, it was like, this whole thing was framed as, like, feminist liberation of me, like, somehow. That's actually terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) It it happens so much. It's infuriating. It does. And, I mean, I, like, you know, I want to try to be sort of careful when I talk about this, because I do think that this particular form of, like, I don't know. We don't have to put a big label on it, but let's just go with fuckery. I think this particular form of emotional fuckery, manipulation, gaslighting, whatever. I do think this is like really, really, really super common more and more. Yes. But I also yeah. think that there, there are like a bunch of people having, you know, healthy relationships of all types. And it's not like I think it's not like I even think that the only type of relationship that people can have is like, you know, uh, one man, one woman, married forever. Totally, right. totally. Yeah, so no, I, I think I think polyamory. We, like we we agree, it's all it's it's a valid form of having a relationship, but you have to do it in the right way. Yeah, that's like in just a like monogamy. Way. I mean, yeah. there's like also right and wrong ways to do monogamy. You know, it's like just having. I, for me, what I was finding infuriating more was like to tell a woman how she's being a misogynist or whatever and not wanting to partake in what you consider to be like a higher form you know like that sort of like patronizing attitude of like actually i know more about like what would be liberating for you than what you yeah. know or whatever well and also like for myself like i'm by identify as queer um and he was like also really on this train of like he was more queer than me because him being poly made him more queer than just a regular <laughs> old bisexual woman. And I was like, am I really? Like, why is it a competition? <laughs> I, well, I, to like invalidate me, you know, yeah, like I, yeah. but it was like this thing where like, um, I'm like a bi woman in a relationship with like a cis straight guy who's explaining to me that he is more of a feminist and more gay. And I'm just like, how is this? <laughs> I was, it was so confusing and upsetting and it, it's kind of took me 
like it took me like a few months after that relationship to like just start to realize how completely insane that all was, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's scary how they're, they've like evolved the language to like try to like take things from the feminist community, like the language of it and apply it to themselves or like concepts that are not like it doesn't work that way. <laughs> oh, there's a whole genre of guy. Like there's a yeah. whole genre of um, woke emotional abuser who you, yes. you, have to do, you have to do this thing that I want sexually because it's empowering for you. Yeah. You have to right. pay for everything because I don't believe in gender roles. So therefore, I'm not going to contribute my fair share to the relationship. Um, 100%. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what are some other really good ones. Um, uh, yeah, every, wait, let me go through. E- 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 <laughs> Everything you want is uh, it, your 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 friends are problematic because they have a problem with me. Um, you know, <laughs> it's just like do like cu- cu- cutting you off from people in your life in a way that would be sort of like obviously a huge red flag if there wasn't some kind of woke reasoning behind it. But it no, sounds right. it's very culty. Like it sounds very like cult leaderish. I still maintain that most of the people who practice polyamory are tabletop role playing gamers who are on the whole really nice to each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. That's literally a thing. It's like, okay, when I was like on field and I would see all the polyamorous people, I'm like, okay, they're all just like, they all look like burners yeah. and like, they're not my type usually, but like, I, th- you can Good tell them, like, yeah, life. this is like your thing. But now it's like I'm on Tinder and like literally every bio is like ENM, 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 like ethically non-monogamous. And I'm like, really all of you, all of you now, all of a sudden, yeah, it's What's just like, dude, I, I believe you're non-monogamous. You don't yeah. really look like you're ethical. About <laughs> yeah. The E part, yeah. yeah. The E part it's is me. a little. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm with you on the N and the M. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't it necessarily, should... yeah. I feel like there'd be a woman who would be super upset if she saw this profile. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, they need to be updated on the, the ethical part, like, they, yeah, what do you think should, that means? They should, they should, it should be unethically <laughs> Um, yeah. Well, shit. I mean, okay, so you're single now. Yeah. And, uh, but you're saying you're not really trying to date? Yeah, I'm just, I mean, I went on a good date the other night. He was really nice. I don't know what's going to happen or maybe nothing will happen, but it was a good date. It was interesting. Um, and I enjoyed talking to him and I, I kind of feel like maybe this approach of like going out with like less people, but being more picky about it might be better for me. Um, energy wise. Cause I used to just, every time I thought someone seemed kind of cool and kind of cute, I would just meet them and be like, give them a chance. What the hell? It's an hour. Why yeah. not? You know, right. Cast a yeah. wide net who knows yeah. you're going to connect with, you know, but that kind of dating is kind of, it's, it can, it can be really draining. And also yeah. like, I don't know, like Omicron is like surgeon and I'm like trying to kind of trying to sort of like save my going out for stuff that is fun to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. It <laughs> really, yeah. It's like a weirdly, like a blessing in disguise sometimes of how like mm-hmm. much COVID has affected our dating yeah. lives just straight up like do i want to risk yeah. getting covid for this person i mean okay. nine times out of ten it's no 
I'm going to have an unpopular opinion here about here COVID dating. Please. I actually am a big fan of the Zoom date, and I hope that it be not Zoom date, but like a Zoom or FaceTime call. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, me too. I mean, it's just like going out somewhere, you know, like if I was meeting someone in New York and like taking the train, you know, half an hour each way, and we'd meet up for like an hour and a half in real life. It's like three hours of my life for someone that I could tell that I was not compatible with and for yeah. the first in the first ten minutes, you know? Yeah. Um and uh I kinda like having like an easy excuse to talk to people like briefly before committing to like this whole night or, you know, afternoon yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I'm, I'm I agree totally. Like I've had more guys be like, Can I actually just call you? Instead of like trying to like text over the, you know, and yeah. have conversations that way. And I just, yeah, I think it's so much faster. You're like, it's okay. like a mini, it's like a preliminary date before yeah. like a real date. But it does save you time of like, okay, I would have gone on a full date with that person and I can already yeah. tell. Like, it would have been a waste <laughs> of life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get that. I'm on board with that. We can wrap up soon, but I have one last question. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what, so are you an IRL, like in real life, approacher, flirter, ask out on a date kind of person? Or do you prefer to do it more like, do you have more like uh, internet based tactics? Or both? Mm. Uh, I would say it's definitely easier for me to be flirting online than it is in real life. Um mm-hmm. If I'm flirty in real life, it's usually because there's just, like, an undeniable flirtatious energy that I'm, like, actively trying to surmount. And then that in itself becomes flirting. Mm. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not really, like, flirtatious. I don't know. I don't really know how to do all that stuff um, at all, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, usually, like... Usually if I end up flirting with someone in real life, there's like this sort of underlying sense of like uh, almost foreboding, like, oh, no, we're going to end up having sex one day and it's not going to be beneficial for us or anyone (laughs) around us. (laughs) Uh, uh, What's your move then when you flirt, when you want to flirt with somebody who's like, you see, you see them online or whatever and you think they're cute? Like, what's your... uh plan of action um i don't know i mean i typically i kind of i don't always i don't always do this but i sometimes wait to see like who messages me not because of Mm -hmm. like deep gender beliefs but more just like from a time perspective (laughs) yeah (laughs) let them come to you yeah but then i mean just trying to like joke around see if i can make the other person laugh i guess that's my move you know see if i can say something witty yeah nice okay all right that's a good tactic yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i just am not like super overly flirtatious but i wish i was like i feel like when i was like in my 20s i would like watch youtube videos on like how to flirt you know and see if i could like (laughs) figure it out but i don't think i did yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Man, I've never really thought about. Do they have those for like women that aren't I like so. MRA type shit or not MRA? Like met, no, uh, yeah, no, pickup artist. Like, 
Yeah, no, but it's stuff that, like, it's stuff, like, that you would, like, totally expect to, like, make eye yeah. contact and smile. Yeah. You know, it's I, like- oh, <laughs> I saw, I saw a TikTok recently that was, like, like, something about, like, the look, like, the, the woman look, and it was, like, this, this girl, and she was, like, doing a tutorial about, like, oh, this is how you, like, get someone to do what you want, and it was, like, she, like, did it and was, like, you look at their their like left eye and then you look at their right eye and then you look at their mouth and then you just like look really doe-eyed and like then Ugh. they do whatever you want. <laughs> That's so was, like, I gotta watch like, that. And then, and then there's like, <laughs> she was like, and this is another version where for this is for like this situation. But I saw, yeah, I just came oh across God. this and I was like, wow. Uh, I hate the idea of just smiling at someone. At, like it just is- smiling at a stranger. I hate that so much. Yeah, it's a little upsetting. <laughs> but I mean, it's where would I even go where I would do those moves? You know what I'm like? Yeah, <laughs> the grocery store. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I guess well, I like mean, a it, bar or something. But yeah. I, mean, I feel like people don't really flirt like that in bars. I don't. Maybe mm. they do. I'm not. It sure. It feels but very it, like '90s sitcom. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't feel real. Yeah, but then we hear I mean, people say they do it and it works. So I'm like, yeah. I, I mean, the times that I guess I have, like, um, kind of flirted with someone in real life, like, it's been more of a long con, like, maybe there was, like, some kind of activity that I was involved in, and there was someone that was, like, interesting to me, and I, you know, just kind of made a very concerted effort to, like, get to know them and express interest, and, like, the vibe was probably flirty, but, you know, it wasn't, like, flirting so much as, like, if they had kind of taking it in a friend direction that also would have been okay you know yeah but, mm-hmm. yeah just like oh hey whenever there's a time the people are deciding where they're gonna sit oh look i'm next to you again and <laughs> you keep coming over here as well you know so mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time since i've had one of those it's kind of torturous but to be in a flirty dynamic like that yeah um, but when you're is like, fun. is this it's flirting or is this friendly? Like when you're in yeah. that place of like, I can't really tell which one it is. It could go either way. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like pulls on the heartstrings and also the, the clit strings, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's that's it. I think we can wrap up this here. This was so fun. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, let us know where can we follow you? At Kate Willett on Twitter, two L's, two D's, Kate.Willett on Instagram. And then I have a book out on Audible called Dirtbag Anthropology. Hell yeah. Awesome. Everybody, we'll link to all that. Yeah, we're going to link all. Yeah, check it out. Uh, thank you for being here. So good to talk to you. Yeah. Good to see you too. I'll see you guys yeah. soon. Yeah. Okay, great. All right, bye. If you liked the episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and or share it with a friend. If you really want to support us, subscribe to our Patreon, where you can access early commercial-free episodes, weekly mini-episodes, and unlock the full back catalog of bonus content. Submit a question or story to our number, 323-435-6919. Special thanks to our producer, Jack, for creating all of the original music.